0: you my everything tonight jesus my life is nothing without you god and so you deserve all of the praise and all of the glory i have to offer tonight god i might not be worth much but i know that in your eyes that you have made me whole again that you have made something out of God that through my brokenness you can heal me God it's through our brokenness that he uses you and that he touches you he uses our hurt for his good to show someone that he is greater than the need he is greater than every problem hallelujah whatever you're going through in your life just give more in your worship give him all that he deserves hallelujah 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 Praise the Lord, church. God is in this place today, amen. I'm excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight. I've already (laughs) told pastor, and I I prepped our uh, altar song. I told him I probably will go maybe five minutes tonight. (laughs) So I apologize in advance if the sermon seems a little quick, but I tried to add more to it, but everything I tried to add just it wasn't from God. So he wanted me to keep it short and sweet tonight. <laughs> you know, like Brother David says, why take an hour to say what I can say in 20 minutes, or in this case, five minutes? You know, he actually has, I had to use David's Bible because my Bible's in the truck that he currently has. So his sermon's in here. So if I need more, I'll just re preach what he preached on Sunday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm very glad to be here tonight, to be in the house of the Lord, and to be ministering unto you. I don't take this lightly. I always take great pride and great honor being up here and being able to speak to my church family. So I do want to give honor where honor is due to our pastor for trusting me to be up here. (laughs) I could say, Lord knows what, but (laughs) he knows that I trust God and that I will listen to him and say what what God wants me to say, not what I want to say. (laughs) So I do want to give honor to our pastor and to our pastor's wife for always supporting me and loving me. And she's really taken me in as her own and I love her so much. I give honor to my mom that is in heaven. I'm sorry. I was just really missing her today. And I know this word is for someone tonight. And I know that if this word isn't for anyone else in here, it was for me. And I want to give honor to my husband, who was not able to be here tonight, but he is uh, tuning in via FaceTime. Hi, hubby, I love you. <laughs> he always loves and he supports me. So I don't really have um, an opening scripture to start with tonight. Um, I'm not sure where God will lead this, if it's going to be a teaching moment or a preaching moment or a little bit of both. Um, but I feel led to speak what I have prepared tonight. And like I said, I know if it's not for anyone If it's not for any of you, I know it's for me and I need to hear this. So while I was studying, everything God was leading me to say was something that I personally needed to hear in my life. So I know I'm at least preaching myself tonight, but if you promise to try and preach along with me, uh, you may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just pray real quick, God. I pray you have your hand over this tonight, God. I pray that you'd open every heart and every mind to receive these words tonight, Lord, and that you would touch me and use me to speak what you have given me, Lord, that we can leave this place anointed and with our hearts and our minds refreshed and focused on you and your will and your plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Someone in this place is struggling. And I don't mean to start this sermon off so seriously. I know usually we, we enjoy the sermon starting off with a funny story or you know, a little history lesson that relates to what they're talking about or some story from our crazy childhood and the many times we'd gotten in trouble when we were kids. That's not me, that's, that was pastor. <laughs> I was a perfect angel. Um, we let these sermons usually start off in a little bit of a lighter note, but I, I feel like being real with you guys tonight, if that's okay. And I know somebody is struggling, and maybe you are at your breaking point, and you don't know what to do anymore. Or maybe that's not you right now, but you've been there. We've all been there, let's be honest. <laughs> and let me just remind you that the devil himself is no threat to you. The devil himself is no threat to you, to your family, or to your future. He does not have any power over you that you don't give him. It's when the devil gets into people is when we should get scared. We should be scared of people that the devil tries to control. But the devil has already lost his battle. So don't be giving him credit because you are battling right now because the devil may try and beat you down and make it feel like you have lost. But if you have God on your side, you have already won because we know how it ends and it ends with God victorious. There's a song uh, by I Am They called We Are Yours and it says, and you can't take away what the world didn't give. We were made for more. At the end of the day, this will remain forever. We are yours. At the end of the day and at the end of every day, he will remain and he will always remain and he will always be there on your side. And so we are his. The devil can't take anything from you that God has given you. If God has given you joy, don't let the devil steal your joy. If God has given you peace, don't let the devil steal your peace. And sometimes things are taken away from us, but that doesn't mean that the devil stole it. It just means that God is holding on to it. And he's holding on to it just so you can grow and learn a lesson from it, and then he will give it back to you. So if you're needing something from God tonight, you have to work for it, you have to give more and go further. If you give more, God will give more. Have you felt like you need God to show up in your life and it just feels like He's not answering you yet? That one thing that you're like, you feel like you've been praying for so long and you've been struggling for so long. Don't give up, keep going, give more. And I'm not just talking about in your finances. Well, yes, your tithing and offering is very important. And if you do give more in your tithes and offering, God will continue to bless you more and more. I am a testimony of that. Uh, My husband and I struggled a lot when we first got married because we were living off just my one banking income, (laughs) just a retail banker income. And, you know, we... We trusted God, and we knew that he had a plan, and God opened the doors for David to get a job with the city at the time, and we were very blessed and very thankful. And God has blessed us financially because we gave when, honestly, we really couldn't. It felt like we couldn't. It felt like we wouldn't make it if we continued to pay our tithes and offerings faithfully. But we did, and we're still here. (laughs) Amen? So I'm not just talking about your your finances, because you you can't get blessed by giving more in your finances, but I'm talking about giving more in your relationship with him, more in your time in prayer, interceding in his presence, not just the daily, thank you, Lord, help me have a good day, amen. I mean sitting down at your bedside with your Bible open and tears pouring out of your face, praying for God to move in your life. When was the last time you were praying in his presence? You have to pour your heart out, pray like no one is watching. And sometimes I feel like we get too dignified to dance like David danced. 2 Samuel 6.14 says that David danced before the Lord with all of his might. 2 Samuel 6.22 says, and I will be even more undignified than this. There's a song we used to sing when I was younger in super church that said, I'll become even more undignified than this. Some may say it's foolishness says i'll become more indignified than this leave my pride at my side when was the last time you danced before God with all of your might till you were out of breath and you couldn't praise Him no more? When was the last time you wept before God and gave your all in prayer that when you were done praying, you didn't even know what time it was because you were praying so hard and for so long that it didn't matter the hours that went by. All that matters is that you were giving your all to God. When was the last time you not just read your Bible, but you studied it? Psalms 119.11 says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Hiding the word in your heart means to memorize it and to meditate on it. How much scripture can you quote right now? Because if it was me, honestly, it wouldn't be as much as I used to. And I feel shameful saying that, but like I said, everything I'm preaching tonight, was it's for me too, church. I used to be a Bible quizzer. And it was one of the greatest times of my life. I loved Bible quizzing. Our kids, if you ever want to try and get involved with it, it's great. We can get you set up with a team. (laughs) But I used to be a Bible quizzer, and I, I loved learning and competing, quoting God's Word. It just felt, I don't know, it felt good to know Scripture. There are students out there right now in our junior Bible quizzing and senior Bible quizzing programs. The junior Bible quizzers are learning 265 verses just this season. And our senior Bible quizzers are learning 293, so almost 300 Bible verses just this year. (laughs) And a lot of them are repeats, so they've learned those verses in previous years, that same amount, same number of verses in previous years. When was the last time you sat down to commit one new verse to memory? Because for me, it's been a while. If you need more, you have to give more. Don't stop short of what God is calling you to be in his kingdom. Often, when we feel like it's over, we feel like it's the end. We're at the end of us. We're at the end of our wits. When we feel like it's over, God is just starting. You know, they say it's it's darkest before the dawn or whatever, all those you know, inspirational quotes or whatever is out there. But it is so true. Sometimes when it feels like we are in our darkest place, It's right before God is about to bring something miraculous into your life. It's easy to get comfortable in the same old, same old. We come to church, you know. We we sing a few songs, raise our hands, maybe even shed a few tears. We listen to the preacher, and we we come up and pray at altar call for a few minutes because we want to, you know, we want to look good. We want everybody to know we're holy, and you know, I'm I'm repenting in the altar. I'm I'm good. And then we, we go home and we have lunch and you know, we go about our day. But when was the last time you forgot about everything and you truly prayed? And you prayed regardless of what you were going through, regardless if you were in the high or low, regardless if you had a prayer answered, if you were still praying for a prayer. When was the last time you gave God everything he deserved in your prayer? We have to step out of our comfort zone and we have to get over our fear of what others around us may think, and we have to come humbly unto God. The move of God is always a powerful church. It's always a powerful thing, but it is very often inconvenient. No one ever said living for God would be easy, but let me tell you, living for the world isn't easy either. So you have to pick your difficult. You have to pick which difficulty is worth living for. we often will be inconvenienced by living for God. And I've said this before, and I'll I'll say it again as as I I do begin to close. I told you it wouldn't be very long. This is a quote I've heard before from some preachers somewhere. Don't know. I wish I could give them credit, but I can't. But the preacher said, desire finds a way, and lack of desire finds an excuse have you caught yourself giving excuses to god because i know i've done it and god i'm i'm feeling extra tired today so i'll just i'll just pray harder next sunday i'm just gonna take it easy this sunday okay you understand right i always right it's fine i'll just take the day off today god i'm you know i'm really dealing with my own situations right now i don't i don't think i can go pray for my fellow brother or sister in the altar i'm just gonna stay here and wallow in my own pity You know, they they probably don't even want me to pray for them. You know, what would I even say anyways? And one, I, one thing before I move on, you can always pray for someone in these altars. Don't feel like that's a job just for our ministry team to lay hands on our brothers and sisters because we are the body of Christ. And you may not know what to say, but if you feel like God is leading you to pray for someone, please pray for them. Honestly, sometimes even just a hand on the shoulder can really encourage someone praying and let let them know that there is somebody on their side. So don't, don't let the fear get in the way of God using you. You have authority to intercede over someone in these altars or even out in the world. You can be in the aisles at Walmart and pray for someone and God can still use you. You need to find a desire, a desire to live for God, a desire to pray like you've never prayed before a desire to worship like never before, a desire to love others like never before. Living for God is more than just abiding by a set of rules. It's it's more than that. It's living like Jesus, loving like Jesus. And that means spreading kindness even when they don't deserve it. Giving even when it's hard and it can hurt. Listening to someone even if you are busy. God does not take excuses. My mama used to say it all the time. There's no excuses. You can't talk your way into heaven. And heaven is a blessing. Don't let the devil steal what he didn't even give to you. Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Don't be afraid, church. Be strong and be courageous, knowing that you have God on your side. He's already won this war. He already has the victory in His hands. He has your answer and your future right in the palm of His hands. I don't I didn't speak very long tonight, but that doesn't mean that God still can't move in this place, that there's still not a wave of blessings and anointing that can go out from this place tonight. I know he is already here and he's already moving. His anointing is not based on how long the preaching goes. It depends on how you respond. If we could all stand. I don't know who needed to hear this tonight. I know I did. God has got you. God's got your back. He has your situation in his hand and he already has the answer. He already has the blessing. Sometimes God is just waiting on us to act, to reach out and grab the blessing ourselves. If you need a miracle or a blessing in your life, or if you want to take a step further in your walk with God tonight, I encourage you to come to these altars and to give more. Go further tonight. You never know what blessings God has in store for you if you would just give more. He wants all of you. That includes all of your past mistakes, all of your brokenness, all of your hurt. Give your all. He gave His all for us. And he deserves our all in return.